0: The following is a Northern State podcasting production. Hey, yo! You are listening to the Rain City Sports Podcast. The show that gives you all your sports news in 40 minutes or less. Let's go! Welcome back to the Rain City Sports Podcast. I am your host, Jared Johnson. And today, my special guest host is Matt Vag from the Fairweather Friends Podcast. Super excited to have Matt in. Uh, We got a bunch to talk about, including the Seahawks getting their season going, Mariners kind of wrapping up and making progress, and a few other kind of news and notes from around sports that we wanted to talk about, so uh, I I won't hold us up, but let's just jump right in, baby. You know, it's, it's, it's been a little while since I've been in here, um, kind of took a, a break, mostly just because life has been kind of crazy, um, been traveling a lot and, and just doing a lot of other things, getting some um, schoolwork done and some maybe getting a business going, the droning business going here. So
1: what would you do with that?
0: Uh, we're working. Well, so far, I've done the golf course, but I'm not done with that completely. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also, um, we, ha- me and a- another guy have uh, gotten an offer to work for the Navy over in Oak Harbor. Um, and so just
1: doing, like, pictures and videos? Some
0: marketing kind of materials, I'd say. Um, and then also, I was over at Gamble Sands, and I had an unfortunate accident where I was texting and driving and drove into a bunker. <laughs>
1: A golf cart. Yeah, golf so let's cart be clear on Yeah, 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 yeah. You didn't drive golf onto a golf in, cart of course a... in your car.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In a golf cart. Um very unfortunate. And but the guy that came up behind me uh, was a KJR um radio host for he does a golf show on Saturday mornings, I think. He said he writes and stuff for them too, but um but I got his card and he wanted to have us send some stuff over to possibly do a golf course down in seattle so we'll see how that goes i need to get a business actually started like get a license and all that stuff i mean i guess and insurance and all that stuff so that's the big thing right now but uh, i'm just about done with school uh this month hopefully and that will be kind of the start of everything so we'll see um but that's been why i've been off and out i mean at Um, least you're
1: being productive and not just being lazy (laughs) Me and Ricky, it's mostly laziness half the time.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it happens. No way. I mean, I would be lazy if I was allowed to be. Um, but anyways, as for Seattle sports, it's been a a, been a pretty cool week. Um, There's a bunch
1: of stuff going on right now, finally again. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's uh, that's been another good reason to be off, honestly, is that the Mariners have been absolutely terrible, although that was the plan the whole long.
1: Well, yeah, in the last month and a half, it's been bringing guys up and – yeah, seeing what we got in these all these prospects we traded for. Yep. Or not all of them we traded for. We had Kyle Lewis came up. He's a we drafted him.
0: Yeah, but he's been injured a lot. And then uh, the Seahawks obviously had training camp and uh, have finally started the season this
1: last weekend. I hate talking about that anyway. So I'm glad the season
0: started.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, everyone wants to talk about training camp. Oh, you're going to watch a game? Games on night. I'm like, why? <laughs> I, did watch watch, I did watch. I did watch those games, but I watched a little bit of each one. Yeah. But I don't really care about third-string safety battles.
0: Nah, I know. I don't blame you. But it's good to know their names, like maybe for the future. But, yeah, so the Seahawks played their first game last weekend uh, against the Bengals. It wasn't the prettiest game.
1: We were the biggest favorites out of the entire week one on a point spread basis. We were given nine points. Oh, wow. Nobody else was giving more than like seven. And, yeah, we –
0: I mean the CX always play close games, but it was a it wasn't the prettiest game by any means. The offensive line was pretty much terrible.
1: Yeah, which in the preseason they looked pretty good, especially with run blocking at least. Yeah, um, for sure. But they did a, did something that they said they were going to do, which is they got the running backs more involved in the passing game. Yep. Chris Carson ended up being the lead he led yep. the team in targets and catches, right?
0: Yes, indeed.
1: Uh, Ziggy Ansah, unfortunately, did not play. They no. kept making it sound like he was going to be good to go, and then last minute it was like,
0: nope. Well, I did hear Pete Carroll say he's probably good this week.
1: but Yeah, they, it sounds like they were just being cautious last week because he had practice all week fine. Yeah. And then we still have uh, – who's the one on uh, suspension right now? Jaron oh, Jaren Reed. Jaron Reed.
0: Defense tackle. And they also uh, – Ipati didn't play the guard, and that was one of the big –
1: I did read, it sounds like he could play this week, yeah, but he just started practicing this week. So, yeah, or no, he was, sorry, no, he, he was active last week. He played, did, he played for like two plays. because Posich or, got the start and played most of the game.
0: Yeah, but then uh, the center got injured and they brought him in, Epati, oh, okay, to play guard for a few plays until he got back in. But
1: And Carol said <laughs> when he's fully back, it's his job, left yeah, guard. But he's pretty sure. pumped that Posich looked better this year than he did last year and is at least someone who can step in.
2: Yeah,
0: but they were pressured on... I mean, Russell Wilson was pressured on 50% of the pass plays. That's well, pretty terrible. Come on, offensive player, though. Let's, it was the highest percentage of any team.
1: They didn't like. try to get the running game going as well as they have. No. Or they didn't try as hard, anyway.
0: I think you're right. But they didn't actually... I mean, they also didn't have enough plays, I think. Because like they, they ran like 45 or 50 plays, I think they said. And, uh, and the Bengals ran like 75.
1: Well, so... Well, we got Javen Clowney, so we got yeah. to see him finally. I think people are just now learning he's – I always knew he was never quite up to first overall pick hype. He was good. I didn't realize he's really not a good uh, pass rusher.
0: Yeah, I've heard that too.
1: He's <clears throat> a, But he is a really good run stopper, which yeah. I did not know. I knew he had never been a big sack guy. He's never had double-digit sacks, but they did shut down the run. Yeah. And then Mixon got hurt, but still.
0: I think uh I think he could get better too. Like from what I've heard is like uh his college coach and his uh, like he played in a four a three for most of his like pre pro career. Um so he he was used to doing that, and then they moved him obviously to three four in, in Houston. And he's excited about only rushing the passer, only after worrying about rushing the passer as opposed to being a linebacker and have to do coverage and everything else, too.
1: Well, and it'll help a lot having Ziggy and Jaron Reed in there. Yeah. Um, I mean, Jaren Reed did, Watt, but... Well, I mean, uh, <laughs> with, for us. Because he did get a sack, right? Yeah, he did. He got a sack, I think. He if stripped, he stays healthy, maybe even, I think. he I think. should get double-digit sacks with yeah. us, I would think. Jaron yeah. Reed had double-digit sacks last year. And we oh, have him God. and Ziggy to worry about. The offensive lines aren't going to be able to focus on yeah. him.
0: And Quentin Jefferson this week had two sacks, which is ridiculous. Uh, he's defensive tackle or defensive end, maybe. I'm not really. Sure. I think he's one. Of, I mean, he's a big guy, so I feel like he should be a defensive tackle. But I think he's a defensive end.
1: Uh, they list him. I got the depth chart up actually. Uh, they list list him as the backup left defensive tackle. Okay. So yeah. So the number two. The reason I had the depth chart up was because one of our guys, whose name I do know, Tedrick Thompson, may have hurt his stock. Yeah, for sure. Mainly on one play, right before second half, there's like 18 seconds. Bengals had no timeouts. All we have to do is let Ross catch the ball and tackle him. Yeah, they can't get up and stop the clock. Half over, said he went for an interception. Was like four feet too far, too close to the quarterback. It went way over his head. Yeah, Ross got to catch it and walk into the end zone. And so it sounds like Pete Carroll said, "Is it Delano Hill?
2: Delano, yeah,
1: Delano Hill, Delano Hill." He didn't say that he's going to take snaps from Teddy Thompson, but he did say he deserves a chance. Yeah, (laughs) he's earned a shot. So
0: and the rookie, uh, what's his name? Safety also. Uh,
1: Jamar, oh Akeem Keen. No, that's no, that's cornerback. Marquise Blair.
0: Yep, yep. He's so he's the one that has he hits pretty hard and he's more of a kind of camp chancellor mini.
1: Well, and Hill is a strong safety, so the. Well I the think the assumption Ma- is if Hill comes in, McDougal will go to free safety. Yeah. yeah. Which I actually would like. I would prefer a veteran guy as our last line of defense. He's gonna play it a little safer. Yeah, that's true. Which Earl Thomas, as much of a ball hawk as he was, he actually played it pretty safe. Yeah. He was just a ball hawk because he was so fast that he made up ground. Um yeah, we don't need a second year guy going for interceptions when he's the last line of defense. No, for sure.
0: Well, and he said he jumped too early and
1: but he should have never been going for the no, interception. Right. It's like a Hail Mary. There's no you... reason
0: for it. Yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah, it's like when on a Hail Mary the guy goes to an interception and because of that he makes it to where the other guy can catch it yeah. as, as opposed to just batting it at the ground.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think Which,
1: it's... who knows, maybe Thompson would have done that, but it, that would have been the wrong thing too because it wasn't fourth down.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I think that they'll hopefully I, – I, I agree. I think that he probably – I mean, everything I hear about him – nobody actually thinks he plays very well, Dedrick Thompson, but but Pete Carroll loves him for some reason.
1: He seems Um, more like he should be a cornerback. He's got that build. He seems like he likes to play man-to-man and play on the ball, like be able to actually try and bat the ball away or intercept it. Whereas a safety, your job is to just make sure the guy goes down, doesn't get past you.
0: Yeah. Well, and especially in the Seahawks defense. Um, And... The other thing I was going to mention was the John Ross having a huge game against the Seahawks. Like, like he- the
1: first touchdown, I was kind of like, all right, you're a Washington <laughs> guy. I don't like the Huskies, but I still like to see their – like once you're not yeah. a Husky anymore, yeah, exactly. I'm like, I hope you know, you're a Washington guy. I hope you do good in the NFL. But then we get the second one. I was like, all yeah. right, too much, John Ross. Yeah.
0: Well, and he ended up having like 150 yards receiving or something.
1: Yeah, target – 12 targets, seven catches for – yeah, like I said, hundred something in the two touchdowns. Or last year, he only had twenty something catches all year. Yeah, but seven of them were touchdowns. Like he had a, like nice. Tyler Lockett, he had an absurdly high touchdown to catch ratio.
0: Yeah, that's good. Uh, but a, he's, a lot he's, of people he had he was given up last on. year, wasn't he?
1: He was injured two years ago. Oh, last okay. year, I think he might have been injured a little bit off and on, but two years ago was when he was coming off okay. the like it was his hip or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's the reason he didn't run the forty yard dash twice. Yeah. Um, although he beat the record the first time, so he didn't need to.
0: Yeah, I figured it I was. I figured it was. It's pretty funny that he happened to have his best game of his career against the OX. But and I also funny was a little it, afraid of him because of his speed.
1: He's the fast. I mean, he's the fastest guy in the NFL potentially.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's probably our biggest weakness on, as far as cornerbacks and stuff, is that speed guys can get over the top of us. So.
1: Yeah. Well, because Pete Carroll favors bigger cornerbacks, not yeah. small and quick. Um. It's funny as so many people gave up on him already. He's coming into year yeah. three. I see this with the NBA too. Like teams give up on players when they're like twenty two, twenty three years old. I guess NFL it's like 24, 25 because they have to play yeah, longer yeah, yeah. in college. It's just crazy to me, especially yeah, when was... in the history of this these sports, it's clear guys peak somewhere between like the NFL it's you know twenty five to twenty eight, NBA it's like twenty seven to thirty. Yeah, and yet they'll give up on someone at you yeah. know three to four years before they should even be trying. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. There, there, was actually trade rumors of him coming to the Seahawks in the offseason, um, for like a fifth or sixth. We round do pitch. like
1: our Huskies uh, wide receivers. Yeah. I mean, we had. Yeah, exactly. most of them haven't made the team, other than uh, um, Curse. Curse, yeah. Yeah. But a lot, of, we've had a lot of them in camp. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of different. Well, times. I mean,
0: that's probably because we see them the most. Like it's easiest for Pete Carroll and him to see him, but I think there's a. I don't know. We'll see. I guess how how things go for that part of the defense, but that's the weakest part for sure. Yeah, the uh, secondary. If we you get see- the
1: pass rush a little, like what I said, when those big pass rushers come back, that'll help them. Hopefully they won't have to defend as long. Yeah.
0: Did you notice that the that the linebackers played, like, almost the whole game? Even All though, three? Yeah, even though there was a – even if there's three wide receivers. They commented have-
1: on that a lot. It was a weird move. Like, yeah. They were playing a formation. It's also Majority playing of to time strength
0: in a way, I guess, too. Because
1: they were only playing one tight end, right? They yeah. just were playing um, – what's his name? He was finally Hurts. healthy Has again.
0: Hurts? I don't no, no,
1: no. Ertz is uh, Eagles. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. even remember his name because he's always hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know what you're talking about. But he was a good tight end when he's healthy. Yeah, it was weird. They commented on a lot and we didn't adjust. And But it was kind of a – I was fine with the defense. It was a bend, don't break yeah, defense. We gave a ton sure. of passing yards. But in the short yardage, we were stopping the run game, so like, yeah, they threw it a lot. Yeah, if I'm a defensive coordinator and they're basically one dimensional, what's the point in changing? Like, you switch it up, and all of a sudden they get the run game going, and now you have to adjust more. And it
0: also shows that we don't have a ton of confidence in our third cornerback, fourth cornerbacks. They're all young. That's
1: what I was reading today. So there's like we re-signed Jamar Taylor, yeah, um, who can fight for that nickel corner spot.
0: He's a veteran, kind of. I think he's been around for a little long, five years
1: or so. But something. the rest of our guys, yeah, like Hill, Marquise Blair, and Amadi, our other safeties, are yeah. all young. Yeah. And think I said, we got Trey Flowers in his second year, Shaquille Griffins in his third year as our starting corners. Both good tacklers, but, yeah, they're not – you can create space against them. Yeah. And if the quarterback is on time before they have a chance to make it up with their, their length, yeah, but – on our side, wide receivers. Interesting day. DK Metcalf, who we didn't know if was going to play, had a great rookie yeah, an game. Awesome game, yeah. Most yards by a Seahawks rookie ever. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah.
1: Over uh, Steve Largent had like yeah, see, seventy-eight or something. And
0: did you notice? Pre, did you see the post game with him that uh, he was wearing a Steve Largent jersey? Though? No, that's, that's awesome. He, did. he said he wanted to uh, do respect and uh, you know show some praise to the guy he passed. Um, it was pretty cool. Um, so he must have known the
1: record coming in. Yeah, he must have. Yeah, seven targets, four catches. On the other side, Tyler Lockett, only two targets.
0: But, yeah, they Made so he the said most of he was doubled first, all day.
1: Yeah, so I'm hoping now, you know, with DK, which is funny because they, they have him listed here as left wide receiver number four. <laughs> Behind Jaron Brown, John Erswa, and Malik Turner. Oh, wow. Apparently we have seven, yeah, we have seven receivers. We do because we
0: – uh, yeah, you're right. We do,
1: but uh, yeah. Hopefully, with DK, and then hopefully Disley's healthy because he's our main receiving tight end. Yeah, yeah. Someone's got to. I think that draw uh, attention from Lockett.
0: It's gonna take more than just that one game. Not, I mean, I don't think Pittsburgh. No, yeah. I mean, Pittsburgh's not gonna.
1: It wasn't a crazy, yeah, game. It wasn't like uh, Hollywood Brown. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I. uh it's funny because I was I was listening to uh, the radio earlier and and Mike Tomlin was talking about the Seahawks for the next game against Pittsburgh. And he was saying like how much, how much uh he's like, Oh, you know, they drafted that Rashad Penny in the first round. And he, uh, he's, he's been a real workhorse for them. And then wow, that Chris Carson. Watch. Yeah. The, and then he's like the Chris Carson. He's he's got some potential. Like he he, you know, he looks like he could be a workhorse someday. Like I'm like, Was he watching the the preseason when we weren't
1: using Chris Carson because he already was the starter? Yeah, it was
0: pretty interesting. I was like, Oh, it shows that they don't really pay attention that much.
1: I do think they need to, especially with having trouble getting Tyler Lockett in space because he's drawing so much attention, is get CJ Prozise involved. Yeah. Play some two back sets with Carson and Prozise and let Prozaice come out of the backfield. He's the better pass catcher than Chris Carson. Yeah, for sure. But you also can shift him into the slot. Like do stuff like that. If they're gonna pay that much attention to Lockett, then we need more playmakers on the field. And Carson, as great of a running back he is as he is, he's not a home run threat. No. I don't think last year he never had a rush over like thirty yards. Like, yeah, that's probably true. He doesn't have very many negative ones. He's kinda like Lynch.
0: Yeah, he is. He's very much So Lynch.
1: Lynch can just keep throwing guys off him until he gets to the end zone. <laughs> he's, well, he's a, but he's not going to outrun As the beast here, quake. Yeah, yeah run. Like, he,
0: he, he could just toss them aside once they get there, which Carson can do too. He well, does that's so what I mean. Outrun.
1: Yeah, Lynch <laughs> on his biggest, most famous run is like a 65-yard run, but he had to break like seven tackles yeah, yeah, <laughs> because exactly. everybody caught up to him. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so hopefully they'll get a little more creative. Um, it's only the second year for offensive coordinator Schottenheimer.
0: Yeah. I think Penny, Penny has the home run capabilities. Yeah. But he just can't get past – if there's somebody yeah, in the backfield – Yeah, he's
1: not as field, fast as Prozai I don't think he reads the offensive line well, yeah. blocking.
0: And if there's anybody – if there's anybody in the backfield, he's down. It's like first guy that comes to him, it's going to knock him down more or less. But but as far as like shiftiness and stuff, he's pretty good. It's just it's just that he doesn't break tackles. That's not his thing, I guess. <clears throat> but –
1: which is funny because you have the little running backs like Philip Lindsay in Denver, who people are like, oh, he's small. I'm not going to draft him. And then you look at the end of the year, and he has like the most yards after contact, stuff like that. Yeah. And you're like, it's and a lot I, of these smaller running backs.
0: I watched that game that they had the Oakland and Denver, and how he was running. It was crazy. Like he's, he was, he he runs really well. I like I like him a lot.
1: I couldn't believe he went undrafted. So yeah. he's in the Pac-12. So I saw him all his last year. He basically was Christian McCaffrey for Colorado. In the same conference, yeah, put up the same type of numbers, and, and instead of being a kidding. tenth overall pick or whatever McCaffrey was, he goes undrafted. It's like, wait, what? Yeah, I didn't hear until he the first week of in Denver because I wasn't paying attention last yeah. year.
0: I didn't even hear. I mean, I never heard his name, let alone.
1: Yeah, he started going off, and everyone, and then also I started, whoa, this undrafted running back. Well, yeah. I said, like, wait, he was undrafted at Colorado. Like he returned kicks. He was like they're one of their leading receivers, their number one running back, like.
0: That yeah, Colorado does that, I guess, because Richardson's from Colorado. Uh, the wide receiver, Paul Richardson, yeah, and he was the same kind of thing. He did everything. He was. He he's was kind finally
1: of a, healthy over in Washington. He yeah. had an okay day. Yeah, yeah. So. All right. Uh, so, what do we expect to see from Seattle against Pittsburgh?
0: <laughs> well, first off, I was thinking about going to this game because <laughs> uh, my wife's in Pittsburgh right now. And oh. I, and I was like, I could go and I could stay for the weekend and just go to the game because like we stay in a hotel right downtown. Oh, I say the yeah, right hotels are paid for, right? Yeah, so. exactly. So I considered it, but uh, tickets to get there were like four hundred dollars. So I was like, eh. Playing
1: tickets? Yeah. What are what well, are their uh, game tickets like
0: there? Uh, I don't think they're that bad because I was there last year when there was a a game going on. And I think the, one of the guys that works with Katie, he went and he paid like 50 or 60 bucks to get in. So that's not bad at all. And it was standing room or whatever. Our but, preseason tickets you know, in I know Seattle were like 80. Yeah, I know that. So
1: I remember looking up Arizona Cardinals tickets one year and it was like 20 something bucks. Yeah. You could get tickets. Yeah. It was And it was actually nuts.
0: a surprise at how friendly people were there, like walking through town and everybody's wearing Pittsburgh jersey because the stadium's like right downtown too. Like you can see it from like the downtown area. So, but. Back to the, the the game. I think uh, our defense is going to struggle, probably. Um, although, I mean, I know the pa- I know the Patriots absolutely destroyed the Steelers this week. Um, I think that Ben Roethlisberger obviously is going to. They're going to they're going to get some yards again. It's well, they cool.
1: went just like last year. So Steelers last year with Le'Veon out went super pass heavy, and all the talk was this year. They're going to try to be more balanced and run the ball with Connor Moore. And they ended up throwing the ball 47 times and rushing at 13. I know a lot of that was because they got behind. Yeah, as I
0: was going to say.
1: But I mean, even at half, they were only down 20 0. Yeah. End of the first quarter, 7 0. Like, I don't know. I saw a lot of teams, and you see it early in the year, I feel like every year. They get away from the run game, they get too antsy. Because even in, uh, it was a Chicago Green Bay game Thursday. Yeah. That was a one score game the entire game. You're right. Chicago still barely ran the ball.
0: Yeah, they were terrible too.
1: And they had the rookie Montgomery, Tariq yeah. Cohen. Apparently, he was doing
0: really good too. That guy was that, was that guy was looking pretty good, Montgomery.
1: I guess he passed the eye test, but didn't get any yards. And they just they only ran it like six or seven times with him. Yeah. And then Tariq Cohen, the backup running back, only lined up at running back on the first play. After that, he lined up as a receiver the rest of the yeah. game. So
0: and Mike Davis, I saw him a couple times.
1: Yeah, I guess he did steal some some plays from Montgomery. Yeah. Yeah, so Steelers threw it forty-seven times for two hundred seventy-six yards, one interception.
0: Well, that could be good for our pass rushers again.
1: I guess. Yeah, and hopefully Ansaw, yeah, Hansah, Ziggy's there. Um, but that was—I mean—we let Dalton have a career high in yeah passing yards that's and I mean, completions. That's why, that's
0: why I'm a little worried. But
1: Roethlisberger's career high is in the five hundreds. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> we let him go for a career high too. We could be in trouble. Like I said, it's a it's a Ben, don't break defense. When yeah. they get in close to the red zone and things tighten yeah, up. Yeah, you're right. We stop the run. Yeah. Pittsburgh apparently is not we'll going to try to run it.
0: We'll see um, how that works. But also our offensive line needs to be better. Because I think we're going to need to score more than 20 points or 21 points.
1: Let's see. Pittsburgh's defense. Can't be very good. Total of five tackles for loss. Only two quarterback hits. Yeah. So their, their pass rush isn't great. Um. One of their biggest additions Mark Barron, linebacker. He did get a bunch of tackles, but it doesn't look like they got a lot of pressure on Brady. Uh, Patriots threw the ball 37 times, ran it 29. Good balanced offense against Pittsburgh, hopefully we can do that. Yeah. Now, Patriots. of course, their main running back, Sonny Michelle, he didn't do crap. He had less than a yard per carry. 15 carries for 14 yards. Most of their rushing came in the fourth quarter when they were running – Trying to run the clock out, Burkhead came in and got 44 yards on eight carries.
0: Nice, well,
1: but uh, we got three good running backs. Yeah, we do. Just we do. Keep giving them the ball.
0: Yeah, I agree. I can, I can, I could see a, you know, scenario of us winning that way for sure. Um, chances are it's going to be close. Uh, Russell Wilson always comes out with some magic if he needs to. Uh,
1: if they open it up, the other thing too with Wilson, I noticed. He's been doing this the last couple years because he runs less and less. That read option, he, he almost never keeps it anymore. No. And teams clearly notice that because you'll look and the guy who's supposed to be watching him is selling out on the run and Wilson's still giving it to the running back. Yeah. Which kills the running back because we're not blocking that guy. Yeah. The whole sure. design of the play is to let that guy unblocked.
0: Usually late in games, I feel like he holds on to it, but otherwise, you're right.
1: I didn't see them even use the play early, but I wasn't paying. I won't pretend like I was pretending or paying <laughs> that close of attention to that play, but I definitely noticed at the end of the game when we we're trying to run the clock out, yeah. we were just trying to survive because the Bengals were so close and we held them to that field goal and then uh, got the stop. I felt like just felt like classic Seahawks. Um we always start slow. Last year we played the Broncos in week 1. They were better than people realized, but we still should have won that game. Yeah. I mean, we lost 27-24. Yeah. Lost to the Bears the next week. They were better than everyone thought for sure. They were a playoff team. I think they won like 11 yeah. games. And then and then we started kicking it into gear. Because then we beat the Cowboys. Beat the Cardinals, which wasn't a thing. Barely beat them, really. But then we, beat the, or we lost to the Rams narrowly. It's like we had close games, but then they prepared us. Then we killed the Raiders. Beat the Lions. We lost to the Chargers and Rams again. Rams, man. Total of...
0: Yeah, I know. Th- yeah.
1: Two and four? Yeah. Or two and five. So we lost by a total of seven points in two games. Yeah. I think we're going to be closer to winning the division this year than people think.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. I, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if we won the division, but um, – because I kind of – when I've gone through the schedule thinking about it, I would think I was about either 11 and five, 12 and four. That was my prediction. I, I was think before, our over-under
1: is like eight and a half. Yeah, that was –
0: before this game, that I was thinking about that way, but but still, I mean, I don't, I don't know that that's uh, still off the board by any means. I mean, no, first, Seahawks, how first about, game, I'm just
1: happy to win. Like I yeah. said, we always start slow.
0: We have a history. Not only that, we have a history of always playing down to teams. Like when we always play close games, doesn't? We very rarely do they blow a team out. You know, so
1: it's funny that I mentioned how the Rams barely got us in two games. So in two games, we only beat the Cardinals by six. Yeah. So just as, as we were narrowly losing to the Rams twice in the year, we also had the Cardinals on our asses yeah. twice.
0: Well, in division, always, they always do that. And too, now right? they've
1: got a, a little bit more dangerous team this year, maybe.
0: Yeah. Well, they tied, right, last, last week?
1: <laughs> yeah, but they came back from down 18 in the fourth quarter yeah. to get it to overtime. Who, and then, I
0: forget who they played.
1: Uh, the Lions.
0: Okay, well, you know, it's the Lions. Who
1: got... Their, Patricia got criticized like crazy. I guess there was a timeout near the end of the fourth quarter that was really dumb. And then in the in the overtime, they clearly were just playing for the tie after because they had gotten. I think they Cardinals kicked the field goal first, and then the Lions kicked one, or the other way around. I don't know. But like once it was, they both had gotten field goals. Yeah, the Lions clearly were playing to just run the clock out and Let's not just tie, lose. Yeah.
2: Huh.
0: Well. I mean, it does mess up things like later on in the season, I feel like, a lot of times when there's a tie. <clears throat> so, there was
1: multiple ties last year. Yeah. In fact, last year there was a tie week one, too. Yeah, I remember that. It was the Browns-Steelers, I think.
0: Yeah. Well, the Browns this week laid a big egg, I saw, and everybody's oh, high on them. I was happy to see it. They were. They, everybody's real high on them this year, but...
1: Uh, the only reason, the only thing I'm not happy about that is people are now... Comparing Gardner Minshew to Baker Mayfield. Oh, yeah. Because they're literally like the same exact size. Baker's got a bigger arm, apparently. But other than that, they're very similar. Their first year at their college teams, like almost identical numbers. The difference is Baker kept playing another year at Oklahoma or two more years at Oklahoma where Minshew only had the one year with Leach in the right off.
0: Well, that's a good segue to that.
1: Yeah, because I got to bring it up. (laughs) Uh, Gardner Minshew, Wazoo alum and legend. The Mississippi mustache. He got in the game for Jacksonville because unfortunately Nick Foles broke his collarbone in the first quarter.
0: He's out for the season, probably.
1: Well, the, I don't think so. I mean, collarbone yeah, said
0: But they said it was like one of the. It was a really bad break. Did they? Okay. So I so, noticed
1: they put him on the IR designated return.
0: Potentially. Like So they maybe week 12 or 11 as well. So 11 Clayton is the first week he would be eligible.
1: Yeah. So we, they definitely not starting before week 11. And they
0: traded for Dobbs, who's like a. Backup to the backup in Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, but he has played for Pittsburgh. He's never started yeah. for them, but he's gotten in and played. Um, but, yeah, Minshew came in against the Chiefs. They're already losing. I mean, the Chiefs came in and got like a yeah. 65-yard touch on the first yeah, drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're already losing. Minshew set the record for best completion percentage in the first appearance.
2: Yeah.
1: Best completion percentage for a, char- for a uh, Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback ever. <laughs> Uh, there was another record. Now I can't remember what it was.
0: Was I think it was most completions to start.
1: Oh yeah, 13 yeah. 13 completions yep, before he they had it. was 25
0: a, for 27 was the total. 22 of
1: 25 okay. for 275. Yeah. The NFL guys who watch video games after, they deemed every incompletion a drop. Nice. Including the one that bounced off of uh, Leonard Frenette's face mask and became an interception. <laughs>
0: Crazy.
1: Yeah, so 20 – so, yeah, me and a group of my friends who were Cougars, we obviously were, like, on top of that yeah, as of soon course. as we heard he was in. But yeah, 22-25, 275, two touchdowns, one interception. I heard people talking like the Jaguars don't really know what they have in him. Well, from day one, he's been their backup. Yeah, he wasn't even competing wasn't, with wasn't, anyone in the preseason. He was undrafted, wasn't he? He got almost, no, sixth round. Oh, okay. So they're comparing him to Brady because of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like, yeah, I did what Brady could. took Brady five games to throw a touchdown, apparently.
0: Yeah. And he was actually, they said, uh, when it first And it, it first was also happened,
1: a year and a half into his career, not yeah. first game.
0: He was the first rookie to throw a pass this year because Kyler Murray and them hadn't played until the afternoon. So it was pretty funny. Yeah, team, and he so. had the
1: best game. I mean, Kyler – Yeah. Had a great fourth quarter. So, for three quarters, Kyler Murray had 70 yards passing and one interception. And then in the fourth quarter, he threw for like 235. Crazy. And two touchdowns.
0: That's awesome, though.
1: Um, Yeah, so keeping on that, hopefully Dobbs, they don't decide to go to Dobbs. I don't know why you would at this point. But, no, I think the Jaguars should be getting more credit. Because from the very beginning of preseason – there was never any talk of anyone else taking that backup job. Yeah. And he got almost all the snaps in the preseason games. Like they prepared him in case a, this happened. He
0: said that too. Like he said that like they prepared me as if I was re- going to be in the game. Which from was the beginning.
1: And then they didn't. So he had the huge high completion percentage. Was a lot of people like, yeah, but how many, you know, is he throwing dink and dunk passes? No, he had like the, either is he the fourth or fifth longest air yards per, per pass. Play. Yeah. So like he was throwing it eight yards in the air to his receiver, not yeah. throwing behind the line, which in college, that was his biggest thing. One of the big differences between him and Baker was that Baker did throw downfield more in Leach's yeah. offense, they throw a lot of behind the line of scrimmage, yeah, wide yeah. receiver screens. But because of that, he, uh, it's like Baker Mayfield's first year at Oklahoma, he threw for like 3,300, 3,500 yards. Mm-hmm. Minshew threw for 4,500. Nice. I mean, his one year in Wazoo... Most wins ever in a Wazoo season Uh, led the Pac-12 – no, led the country in passing yards, including the Pac-12, obviously. Unfortunately, lost the biggest game of the year, the Apple Cup, which we could call the Snow Cup. Yeah. I blame Leach for that. They didn't adjust. They kept trying to throw 50 times in the snow. I I was there.
0: I did see an interview with him um, this – I think it might have been today on Twitter saying, giving credit to Wazoo – Saying like how, how amazing the fans were there and how it, how it kind of prepared him for the noise and everything around the NFL. Yeah, and
1: they asked him all the time about, like, did you really expect to become like a legend? He's like, no, that was crazy. Yeah. That whole year was a whirlwind, crazy year. And he just gave it as a testament to the Cougars fans.
0: Yeah, pretty cool. Um, so I guess moving on from that, uh, the other NFL news that I figured we might just mention at least uh, Antonio Brown. The whole Raiders saga, uh, and then potentially coming to the Seahawks, according to P- Pete Carroll, and then, of course, signing with the Patriots. And then what happens the next day? Well, he gets he gets accused of sexual assault or rape. Or
1: so it was. Yeah, his former a former trainer. Yeah. Says twice in 2017, he like basically just pulled out his penis. I think one of the times they said she said he like started masturbating behind her and may have. Finished on her, and then yet in 2018 she came back to working for him. According to her, she gave them a ride home from the hotel, and then he raped her at his house, or she gave him a ride home from the strip club. Sorry, and then went in to use the bathroom before going back to her hotel, and says he raped her. She says he. She even has a text from him where he said, "You made me feel like a rapist."
0: Yeah. Well, so there's a supposedly we haven't seen a couple, the text message yet. There's actually a couple like little, um, I don't know. There were screenshots that somebody shared on Twitter that were like about kind of that thing. Uh, it got pretty graphic and and like the it, it might even have been post, like it happening and like text messages back and forth or something like that. But uh, well, that's
1: what she said. She had was text messages from like the next day that like yeah kind of prove it. Um, he had, yeah. him and his manager had put out a statement about how. It was consensual. She, and- well it was consensual, but how years the year before she had come to him trying to get him to invest in something huh. that he was like, No, I'm not investing it was gonna be like an over a million dollar investment. And they even found out after he said no that like three hundred thousand of it was gonna go to buying property that she already owned.
2: Huh. I don't know
1: if they have any proof of this. Weird. But they basically have built up a thing of like she's been coming after him, trying to get money from him for a while. For a while, then she convinced him to be his trainer which I don't haven't heard anything about how she was qualified or no, how no, she convinced right. him or anything um, but she became his trainer and traveled with him and then all these things happened and yeah
0: yeah well uh, I'm pretty sure the Patriots are having a little bit of um remorse on on signing him at this point but
1: Belichick is answering no questions what I've seen
0: uh I've seen that in their in his contract it actually says like if there, if he does anything whatsoever that like even um you know makes people think badly of the Patriots they can release him for no guarantee um, but
1: they already gave him a signing bonus of nine million I don't think so yeah they? Yeah, and then the rest of his salary is basically like they said, like you said, week to week. Yeah. So he basically earns the rest of his salary on a game to game base game basis, and if yeah. they cut him, I don't know, they I, can just cut him. They also added a, a second year, yeah, option for twenty million that somehow yep. helps them with cap space. I think it just spreads, probably just spread the down, signing yeah. bonus over two years or something. Yeah, that's what usually, happens. but no, but yeah, he got the signing bonus this time with the Raiders. It was a million dollar signing bonus split over. Coming to enough practices and yeah, workouts and he each didn't year, do. which he missed the first half of this year. Then he got the guarantees of his entire contract voided when he got suspended. Yeah, and so he basically earned no money from the Raiders. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's crazy.
1: I thought it was funny when the Patriots signed him, and all of a sudden people were like, "Oh, this AB drama is finally over." And I was like, "What are you? Yeah, drugs? Like, why would it be over?"
0: Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting. He, I mean, it's a yeah. I mean,
1: but he was at practice today.
0: Yeah, he's innocent, I guess, until proven guilty or whatever. But
1: but he could go on the yeah the NFI commissioner rigs, exempt yeah. list, yeah, yeah, yeah. which would mean he would get paid, but he won't be able to play until they make a decision on with what yeah. has happened.
0: I I don't know if they'll do that because it doesn't really set a good um, to well, say that just because somebody's
1: and it's a weird thing because right now it's a civil case. Yeah, but if enough evidence because comes forward and you know they'll investigate whether. And like the criminal. state of Florida will yeah. investigate whether to make it a criminal case that they want to go after. But it sounds like she did seventy five thousand, which is the minimum for it to go to federal court, and then she can actually adjust the amount later. So like they ex- fully expect her to eventually be suing him for over a million huh. for this. Like it just, I just find it weird when she's not looking for, she doesn't want to punishment punished she just wants money from him yeah that is weird as his punishment for what he supposedly did to her yeah so it's always weird when that happens and you don't want to not I believe the, someone
0: i think the only reason that should the only way you should do that is if a you don't have enough evidence to prosecute or be the, the prosecutors and stuff won't cooperate and you know do what they need to do but
1: so I was flipping through Twitter, seeing if there was any other Antonio Brown news that came up in the last you know bit since he was at practice. <laughs> and instead, I found this picture, which I wish you could all see. I'm showing Jared right now. It's Minshew. Oh, my God. In like a red <laughs> suit with a shiny silver undershirt that's only buttoned up to his belly button. So you can see his hairy chest and his gold chain. Holy smokes! he's got aviators. Now, he left. he's letting a little stubble grow. He's, he's got to shave it down so it's just the mustache. Yeah. But...
0: He's got the little small little triangle underneath.
1: I've been like, loving this man. The ringer has been all over it. Um, that's the website by you know Bill Simmons runs yeah. that HBO is the main investor in, and they've had a big article I shared with my friends. And people I don't know how after last year this guy was fifth in Heisman Trophy voting. Yeah. And yet people still didn't know who he was. This is the curse of West it's Coast. A, yeah, you're right. It is they football. don't play
0: well, and they don't play till late at night and all that stuff. So
1: a lot of times. So their last game was at two in the afternoon. But it was against a crap team. They're 40-point favorites.
0: Yeah, I saw that.
1: (laughs) They finally this week play somebody. um, I'm blanking on who it is. But since we're talking college football, we Uh, have to mention the Huskies.
0: Yeah, it was ugly.
1: (laughs) The Huskies who lost to Cal for the second year in a row. Yeah. And they were a – them and Oregon were supposed to be the two Pac-12 teams that could potentially make the playoff. Oh, I think Utah is another one. Like There was like three Pac-12 teams that, based on their schedule and how good they could be, could make it. And Oregon blew a game against Auburn. And the Huskies, after, granted, like a three-hour uh, yeah, like, weather delay because yeah. of lightning storm. Of course, Cal had to deal with that too. Yeah, of course. Uh, so let's see. The Cougars play Houston finally, which is not good. Houston got – they're the ones yeah, who got Houston. whooped up by Oklahoma yeah, week that.
0: one, right? Yeah.
1: Okay, so – I listened to, to the Pacific Takes podcast, Johnny Wardell and Jack nice. Fulman. Um, yeah, I've never heard anyone mention the Cougars as a potential to win the NFC North. I mean, I see the uh, yeah. Pac-12 North. Yeah. Or have a chance at going anywhere. But now, with Oregon and the Huskies already having losses, it's pretty much got to be Utah or the Cougars, right? Uh, SC, USC maybe. lost their starting quarterback, although yeah, the guy who that. played last week looked good. Yeah. I watched a lot of that game and he got better as it went on. I
0: don't know. I think, well, I mean, I guess the time will tell, but, uh.
1: Neither of us pays enough attention to I like, don't think you're right.
0: I don't think I paid enough to attention. To really but, know, but. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I know that I've been listening and they have been talking about, um, just the, the way that the Huskies played and that they can play a lot better than what they did, obviously, and, uh. <clears throat> And, and their defense a lot of people, is good again. A lot of people have said that they should have canceled the game at that point when the after the big long storm because yeah, that was late because that yeah.
1: game was supposed to be like five thirty right yeah and they must not have started till start at least eight
0: and then it starts on ten thirty like it wasn't ten thirty got back
1: was it ten thirty when they started playing again yeah and so oh no there was a seven thirty game there was yes yeah. because it was U- the USC and uh, Stanford was the five thirty game gotcha. Yeah, because
0: they, cause they didn't get it done until one thirty or something like that. So it was like crazy. Yeah, I went to bed. Like everybody I, was gone, basically. Probably. I
1: looked it up in the morning and saw them. Yeah, one, same with me. What, 21 20 or whatever? I was like, yeah. holy cow. Uh, yeah. So Houston was the team that Jalen Hurts rocked in week one. Yeah. They actually scored, though. So it was like 49 to 27. So it wasn't like they nice. got completely shut out. So, yeah. First, first Cougars test. They got their uh, Christian McCaffrey Jr. in this Max Borgie. so he's got seventeen carries in two weeks for one hundred sixty-two yards, three touchdowns. Most of that came in the first week, and then he's uh, one of their receiving guys too. No, well, maybe not. I guess he only has three catches, seventeen yards, and a touchdown though. But he's a guy they move around a lot. Cool. Uh, that's about all I got in college football. Yeah, same as with far me. as I can get go. I mean, I, I, Clemson's good, I hear. <laughs> I tried to pay
0: attention to it more, but uh it still hasn't gotten there yet.
1: Um, and then we got no other Washington schools. It's not like basketball. We can't really throw Gonzaga in the mix.
0: Yeah, no, that's true.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me it's it'd be nice here as as the Pac twelve starts heating up. I've been paying so I really didn't pay attention to college football like at all. And then when I became a cougar, I slowly paid attention more and more to yeah. the cougars. And now because of that, the last couple of years of them being good, I'm paying more attention to other Pac-12 teams as like competition. Yeah. So like now I'm actually paying attention to the scores for like the other Pac-12 teams a little more. So it'll be fun here as the conference play really kicks off.
0: Yeah. I tend to root, just root for the whole state of Washington. So any, any football.
1: It's so fun to be anti-Huskies though. Because most of this side of the state, that's true. the funny thing is more Cougars live on the west side of the state than Huskies as far as actual people that went to those colleges. Like if you drive around Seattle, you'll see Cougar plates everywhere if you pay attention. Yet this side of the state all root for the Huskies. Yeah. It's just just a weird dichotomy where the people who go to the UW usually move away. Yeah. Out of Seattle for jobs and things. And the Cougars move over to Seattle because they're tired of living in the freaking fields. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the people who live in these areas, like if you go to central Washington and you go to a random bar when there's football on, it's Cougs fans.
2: Yeah. That
1: makes and then sense. over here is Huskies. So it's fun to be anti-Huskies. My mom gets all pissed off. Your grandpa always roots the Huskies.
0: Yeah, I just root for the whoever's
1: better. Well, so she says, like, I I root for the Cougars when they're not playing the Huskies. I'm like, well, that's I your choice. Even,
0: it's not even that. It's just whoever is better and has a better chance of getting on the national stage.
1: Well, last year that would have been the Cougars. They had the yeah. better record. If they had beat the Huskies in the Apple Cup, they would have played in the Rose Bowl. Yeah. I mean, it was basically either or. Whoever won that game was going to play in the Rose Bowl. The Cougars would have put up a better fight, though.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, uh, should we transition to the Mariners then? Yeah. Uh, so the Mariners have been pretty. I um, haven't watched a ton of games in the last little while.
1: Mostly. So they are doing what everyone said the yeah. Seahawks were doing last year. Yeah, they are in a full rebuild.
0: Well, and I knew that. I mean, I've said that since the beginning. Even when they were winning all those games at the beginning of the season, I said, "There's, they they're not. Their goal is to rebuild using this year." And so they've made a bunch of trades. They went from like the worst. Farm system to like top 10, I think. Is yeah, one yeah, those. we're
1: ranked somewhere, I think I've heard seven, eight, nine. Yeah, um, so. up there. Didn't, so we've had a bunch of young guys come up. Shed Long has come up. Uh, JP Crawford came up early in the year. He's
0: been injured a little bit lately, but he's played, everybody's been pretty impressed with him.
1: Yeah, Kyle farm. Lewis just came up, hit a home run last night in his first game. Uh, Malik Smith, even though he missed time, went down to the minors for a while, he is leading the major leagues in stolen bases. Last I heard, I he was at forty. He was the first to forty. I don't know if uh, he's gotten any since then. Yeah. Uh, we've had you see you see a little Kikuchi. Yeah,
0: he's been he's pitched pretty good over. Yeah, yeah but he overall was and, first yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. For the first, I think he was pretty good at first, and then he had a little bit of a rough stretch, and then he came back and been doing okay. Uh, King Felix has been disappointing. <laughs>
1: Yeah so I mean everyone knew it's going to be his last year and he yeah. got hurt and had to rehab and then he's come back he's I, uh, I, I've he's bad been meaning to try and go see one of his last games just to see him but
0: Yeah it's I mean from what I've been hearing is like it's likely this could be his last game in baseball like these could be his last games like teams won't sign him because he's been so bad
1: Yeah it sounds um, like his best option is going to be a minor league deal with yeah. an invite to camp so that he can try to so he at least be able to be in camp for a major league team. And yeah. Try. Well, and
0: even they said like Shannon Dreyer was saying like uh, she's like a Mariners, you know, beat writer or whatever. She said that uh, he's been trying harder since he came back than he ever than he's tried in years. Which That's is, good. It's good, but it also shows how little. I mean, like
1: the biggest criticism on him has been that he's not been very because he was so good so yeah. early. He's not been very coachable. He's not tried to adapt as he got older and, and like his fastball got slower yeah he hasn't yeah. learned new pitches or yeah
0: how to use or anything like that yeah he just always relied on his stuff and so uh you know
1: well I hopefully think it, the guy who's going to slowly replace him as the Mariners' ace is justice sheffield yeah they brought him back so he was up early in the year like he pitched only in that one game though, i think he only yeah he pitched started. in that game where we tried doing the thing where you bring in a relief pitcher for the first inning
0: oh yeah we do that lots though
1: do we do it a lot now? We've been doing it a bit. Oh, I haven't noticed lately. Yeah, they it's did been... it early in the year. Kikuchi came in. Well, because Kikuchi, they don't. Yeah, they they're didn't trying him... to breathe. Or yep, they were trying
0: to let him get used to the five days because in Japan it's six days.
1: Yeah, Japan six days, and they play a shorter season. So what they were doing was on his fifth start, every fourth or fifth start, he yeah. was just pitching the first inning, so he could prepare like a normal game. Yeah. go through the same routine. And then they pull him out, and Justice came in the first time, and then they end up sending him back down. Well, he's for the year up to uh, 22. Where'd it go? 22 innings pitched for the year 22.1 with four starts and then the one non start. He's given up 11 earned runs.
0: Yeah, he just came back up not long ago.
1: Given up three home runs, 12 walks, but 22 strikeouts is usually a good sign. ERA 4.43. So, not crazy bad or anything. No, I
0: think he's going to I think he's going to be okay. It's just a a little bit of a learning thing. Like he had been sent down to AAA and was terrible there and then they sent him down to AA.
1: That's right. Yeah, I heard of that. So, he, he went from giving up a bunch of home runs.
0: I also have heard that the AAA doesn't is not really good for pitchers because um because of the the bat and ball that they use or whatever is more
1: juiced. Yeah, he was saying the ball cuz he gave a ton of home runs when he went there. He yeah. was like, "What is going on? Like yeah. nowhere I've ever pitched, Kills his even confidence. when I was in the majors wasn't doing that." And yeah, I've heard some things about So the they way the they
0: state. they said most most uh high profile players would get sent down to AA for that reason. So uh but yeah, then then they had that other pitcher that just came up uh what the heck is his name right now? They just brought him up. Is it
1: Tommy Malone? No. Is he a relief pitcher? No,
0: he's a starter. But
1: uh oh the only ones listed on the depth chart right now are Marco Gonzalez, who I just looked at his because he's been our best pitcher, got yeah. his most wins ever in a year, 14, and he's still over four ERA. I'm like, holy crap. Uh this Tommy Malone I've never heard of.
0: He's an o- he's an older guy. He used to play for the uh Oakland.
1: He's got a four point nine ERA. Yeah, he That's hasn't great. been good. Yeah, really. our pitching's really what has killed us. Our offense has been up and down. When they're good, they're great.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh Omar Narvaez and Tommy Tom Murphy oh, yeah. as Those a combo. Been awesome. They have basically killed every other catcher. If you think of them as one catcher. Yeah. Because they have split mostly. But then we also have Austin Nola listed as catcher. He's a young guy. We got to figure out what's going to happen with him. Are we going to move him then to like first base?
0: Justin Dunn. That's who I was thinking. He's one of the guys we got from the Mets in the trade for um, Robinson Cano and. Edwin oh, man. I feel bad Diaz. for Edwin Diaz. Yeah, he's been rough this year.
1: <sighs> and it, it's got to be a lot of it, the culture, the pitching coach. I mean, you don't yeah. go from 62 saves or whatever last year to – Closers are, are he's fickle blown so many anyways, saves. anyways.
0: Like I feel like uh, closers can change a lot from year to year. So in a way, I kind of wanted them to trade him because of that because I knew his his value was never going to be higher.
1: No, but the control on him was so... Like, the contract control...
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: ...was, like, so valuable. He's still only 25. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I'm dumb. Yeah, Austin Nola, he's listed as the third catcher, but he is our starting first baseman. So yeah, he yeah. will be first base... Shed Long is the third baseman of the future when Seager goes, but man, he's having a resurgence.
0: He is. I mean, he, he's had, so he was like the first Mariner to have eight straight seasons of 20 home runs.
1: I couldn't believe Edgar never did that.
0: I That's actually right. That's true.
1: I saw that stat, and I told my mom and stepdad, and I was like, wait, how did Edgar never go eight years in a row? Like, he played 18 years, batting over 300. I mean, he was a double hitter. Yeah. But...
0: Well, he wasn't. He wasn't a big home run hitter earlier on in his career, I guess. So
1: I guess Seager's average is still low. He's at two forty seven. Uh, that's not surprising. But he's at twenty two. I mean, he has only played in how many games this year? Ninety one. He's got three hundred twenty eight at bats. He's at twenty two home runs, which is he hasn't been hitting, you know, thirty home runs a year for a few years now. Yeah. So he definitely would have gotten there this year if he played all year. The way he's going, his last. In fact, he's only hit 30 home runs once. That was 2016. He's already matched the home runs he had last year in 91 games, as opposed to 155. So, was, I guess he's doing what you got to do as an old man in baseball: just start hitting home runs. Yeah. <laughs> Screw the average. Oh, well, by the way, if you were listening to this because you thought it would be 45 minutes or less, sorry,
2: yeah, it's not
0: happening. It's okay. It's, we're it's, at it's, the 55 minute mark 50 minute mark. It's the comeback. The comeback's going to be a little longer. Um, the other player I wanted to talk about at the minor leaguer is Jared Kekelnik. Kelnik? Kelnik, that's his name.
1: Yeah, I he's thought he would awesome. be coming up. I thought. Oh, no,
0: he's only 19. He's pretty young.
1: Oh, he's the one who jumped from, from single A to triple A, right? Uh, so they already had him on like an escalated.
0: They're on it. He's on an escalated schedule, but I think he's only in double will. A right now. Um, but he's been lighting the world on fire and playing really good. Um, let's see. So. 11 home runs, 29 RBIs, seven stolen bases, 309 batting average.
1: That's just in double A, right? That's,
0: that's it. That was in, so it says in single A and then double A, or and then A plus, which I assume is just a high, slightly higher level. Not really sure on that one. Uh, but he had six home runs, 22 RBIs, batted 290, then moved up to double A and he batted, let's see, 253, which is not as good. Um, But, let's see, six home runs, 17 RBIs. So he's been pretty consistent. Three teams – or, you know, three different uh, levels in all the same year, which is pretty crazy. Um, And everybody, like you think, has moved into, like, you know, top 25 or top 10 or something in baseball, you know, prospects. Um, So he looks like he could be a star, especially for what we traded. I mean, I know that, like you said, Edwin Diaz – it's pretty good, but Robinson Cano has been absolutely terrible, as has Diaz, but he has at least the potential of getting it back, you know. Um, and the Mets, in general, are, are not as good. They, they started making a little bit of a run yeah, there, they have. and then it just yeah.
1: went – it crapped out. Um, yeah.
0: Yep, that's true. Um, but, yeah, I think the 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 Mariners, I think they're on the right path. That's, that's kind of the goal – was the goal of this season for me is – Just to get on the right path, let's start moving forward, getting, you know, start the way back up.
1: Yeah, I ended up being a Mariner's apologist before the season started because everybody was just, like, criticizing him for trading away all these guys. Um, And I was like, but what could we have done? So we didn't make the playoffs last year. We had won a statistically almost impossible amount of one and two run games. We had a closer have the second-best season ever just to be able to get that many wins. He yeah. had he he saved 60-something games of our 80-something wins. Yeah. Is it, how are we going to improve on that with our current roster? Like, What could we bring in? So, I mean, if we got two new ace pitchers.
0: But we didn't want sure, to spend money.
1: That was going to cost them, yeah, yeah, a couple hundred million dollars.
0: Yeah. Instead, we got rid of a ton of money by trading away Cano.
1: So, yeah, there was – in fact, I wish – I don't wish – I wished at the time that DePoto did this four years ago. Yeah, me too. And then he instead he signed Cruz, which I don't regret at all. Cruz was super fun to watch. I'm glad he was a Mariner for three or four years, whatever it was. In fact, he's the only one who has left us. Normally, as Mariners fans, we watch guys come, get worse than they were, and then leave and get better. He's the only one who – got better with us and is continuing that now. He's yeah. batting 302 with 35 home yeah, runs. Yeah, beastly. And 92 RBIs for the Twins.
0: Yeah. Who are actually really good too.
1: Who are leading their division by 5 games, so they're going to be in the playoffs. That's going to be my only reason to watch the playoffs this year. Yeah. Is the route for Nelson Cruz. Red Sox won't be there, Mariners won't be there. Um but no, the Mariners, yeah, we all of a sudden have prospects who if a couple of them work out And we make some better free agency decisions. We got a ton of guys that DePoto likes as far as being his big thing Uh, is speed, athleticism. Yeah. Like, okay, well, let's get some guys who actually get on base. He's got to
0: get healthy because he's been injured basically since he got. Yeah. The
1: problem with Malik Smith and J.P. Crawford is just that they don't get on base. Yeah. Once they're on base, they're terrors. J.P. Crawford is an amazing shortstop defensively. Yeah, he is. Malik's could be an amazing center fielder. He seems to showboat and drop. But he's so fast, like, he doesn't need to be in good position. To no, you're this. right. It's true. But, and Vogelback is kind of funny. Our only All Star. Yeah, he's been. The guy's batting 213, terrible. though. Well, I know.
0: But he, he was doing better before the All Star break. He was. Once the All Star break, still even he's at, been absolutely terrible. Even
1: at the All Star break, he was batting like 225. Yeah, you're right. It's true. But he had like 24. But it,
0: yeah, to, they have to give every team an All Star still, though.
1: Yeah, right? every team gets one. Yeah. I thought it should be at the time Santiago, um, Domingo.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: I don't know what happened Santana. to him. Montana. Domingo oh, Santana. Domingo Santana. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't.
0: Now I would have, if I could go back, it would have been one of our catchers. But,
1: but then, how do you choose? So I was just looking. Yeah, at that. I know you're right. Narvaez has 19 home runs. Murphy has 17. Let's yeah, see, Murphy's batting. I think it was like two. Yeah, or maybe two... Seager,
0: actually, if you could go back, maybe Seager would have been
1: that. But he hadn't played yet. Yeah, I know. No, I know. I'm not. Saying. <laughs> but it would have been a good. It'd be yeah. kind of like the NBA did. Dude, that's crazy. Narvaez is batting 277, 19 home runs. Tom Murphy, 276, 17 home runs.
2: Yeah.
0: And do they play? Um, I don't know. But, I, mean, I haven't really paid enough attention, but do they play like one plays left-handed and one plays right-handed hitters, pitchers?
1: Yeah. So Narvaez, I think, doesn't go against lefties very often. Okay. Um, but then also for a while, Tom Murphy was Mike Leake's personal catcher. Oh, gotcha. He always caught Mike Leake, but he's been gone. Yeah. Um, oh, Narvaez has 49 RBIs. Tom Murphy's 38. So, But, yeah, it's crazy. But he probably have two plays guys more, right? That even – he had, if he's I don't, a right,
0: if he's a right handed specialist, let's see, or whatever.
1: 232 at bats for Murphy.
0: These are things I should know, given that I have a sports a podcast. Dive. But, you know,
1: if you were doing just the Mariners, sure, uh, <laughs> 382 at bats for Narvaez. So he's, yeah, like over 100 at bats more. So, yeah, yeah Murphy on a freaking per game basis and stuff. His home runs and RBI. Well, I hope those guys good. are
0: here next year because I think that's awesome. We've never had a really good hitting catcher not in a long time. Dan Wilson and like Suzuki were the last. Uh, is it Kaz I mean? or He wasn't. Which one's the catcher one? Do you remember that one? It wasn't Kaz? That we had? Yeah, we had a Japanese catcher.
1: I don't remember a Japanese catcher. It's definitely there. We had Kazuhiro Suzuki, was a closer. Yeah, but, I knew that. And Ichiro Suzuki. I don't remember. Uh, I could
0: I could look it up real quick. But uh, is it
1: the one who plays for Oakland now? Was he with us?
0: No, 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 no. He uh, he retired and went back to, um, back to Japan.
2: Um,
1: mm. I mean, our closer last year was a good home run hitter. Kenji Jojima. Kenji Jojima. Oh, I did forget about him.
0: He was pretty good, actually, back in the Poof. day. Yeah, I forgot about him too. Obviously, forgot his name. But
1: yeah, it'll be an interesting off season because they will make a bunch more moves.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. There, I mean, I mean. Their GM is—that's what he's famous for, making moves, making tons. Yeah, of he made a moves.
1: trade while in a hospital bed. Yeah,
2: like.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I think we'll I think we'll be okay, but it's just gonna be a little bit of a process, and we got to be a little patient. I haven't been to a game this year, but
1: uh, I went to three or four. Oh really? Nice. So we went, went to Edgar, right? opening game. Yeah, I went the Sunday of Edgar weekend for my birthday. Um, I think I just went to one other game with like Darren and Ricky and them. Nice. Wait, did we go to the game with Colin? Was that this year? No. That would be last year because that was before Hook's wedding and everything. So that was last year. Yeah, I think they went 2-1 in games because they won against the Red Sox in the opener. I know they won the other did game see I was the at. that
0: game the other day where they lost 21 to 2 yeah. or something or 1? Or... Yeah, pretty, pretty ugly. Against the Astros, who are absolutely...
1: Oakland scored 21 recently too against the Yankees. It was oh, wow. against the Yankees, I think. No, I don't think it was against the Yankees. Somebody else came back from down like eight runs to the Yankees and beat them. Huh. But they're in the playoffs. They don't care. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. I think the Astros probably have it this year. But uh,
1: for the World Series? Yeah. Take them over the Yankees? They, Yeah,
0: I would. So Their pitching staff is Twins amazing. and
1: Yankees both have a 173 plus 173 runs. Astros it's 241. Yeah. 70 more. They're, I mean they outscored I've, their opponents by. I've heard
0: that they're one of the best teams in the, in the last 10 years.
1: Mariners have a negative 133. <laughs> Guess what? There is four teams in the American League with worse than that.
0: Yeah. No, I know. They're they're on pace to actually have a like a, a 10th or 11th draft pick. Just not super cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, so we got see we have a better record than the Tigers, the Royals, the Orioles, and the Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah. And, and that's just in the American League. Yeah. In the National League, we have a better record than the Marlins. Oh, that's it. Oh, okay. Wow, the National League is very balanced. The Braves have the most – no, the char- Dodgers have the most wins with 90, and the lowest is 51, whereas in the American League, <laughs> the least number of wins is 43. The most is 95. It's a pretty big spread.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, sorry, I need to take a step back because I forgot to ask you. What was your prediction on the season for the CX? Did you have a prediction?
1: Like for wins? Yeah. I never did make one. I never did a pre season preview thing. Um, I was thinking like 10 wins. Like, I don't know why they aren't one win better than last year. Yeah. At least. And I don't think the Rams will be I mean, be they lost Baldwin. Is good. But we lost Baldwin, but we improved in our defense. Yeah. Um, Especially pass fish
0: Well, I mean, like I guess said, I don't know. You take as away
1: as Lockett gets used to being the guy who's double teamed, and we get used to him being like. Obviously, this week's gonna be different because now Schottenheimer is gonna plan for a double team. Lockett, have, yeah. you know, so Wilson will know to look off him quicker. Yeah, hopefully, but hopefully though, like we didn't throw a wide receiver screen to him. Yeah, imagine a wide receiver screen with Lockett with DK Metcalf blocking. Yeah, I know. Well, are you not gonna I mean, get? Assuming at least-
0: he's a block. Are you not going to get at least five blocking, yards?
1: But yeah. I, I mean, he only needs to run guy. into the yeah. guy.
0: Yeah, I know. You're right. That's true. But, I mean, okay. Well, Jimmy Graham was you get six seven. A tight end. And, and, he's, and he can block. Yeah, but anything. he was trying to
1: block defensive ends. Yeah, it's I'm true. talking <laughs> DK Metcalf blocking cornerbacks who he's yeah, got you're right. 50 pounds on. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, you get a, a tight end running out and DK Metcalf blocking, and Lockett just in the slot, all he's got to do is take one step back, catch it with those two guys in front and his speed. I mean, you do that twice in the game, just so teams feel like they have to play up on the line against Lockett, and that's going to create space for everyone else.
0: Yeah. Okay, well, so 10 wins, you're saying.
1: I don't see why not. Let me go back to the so I have their last year's schedule up. I didn't pull up. Isn't
0: it crazy that the Texans were also paying half of and Clowney's contract? They're paying half of the salary. That's so crazy to me.
1: The you know, Steelers took a huge cap hit. Yeah, from the well, trade on Antonio Brown. They,
0: no, but that's different. They, that was guaranteed money. That was a cap hit. Yeah. This he is. They. They. He signed his contract. His like franchise tag. Well, so that was, was the beauty of it.
1: The beauty for him was he had the power because yeah, he hadn't he signed sign. the tender. And he wasn't going to. And he wasn't going to sign it unless they traded him somewhere he wanted to go. So Miami was the first team that was linked yeah, to. Yeah, no, you see, they got trading him, and he was like, "No, I'm not going to go to Miami." And then, which is good because they're tanking. Good lord, they're bad. All right, so we are. we already one to know. It was forty-nine to. The Steelers. I'll even go as far as say this, the Steelers will win this weekend. They're coming off of a big loss where they're going to be focused, and their strength is our weakness. Then we play the Saints. At home. I got that as a God. What I mean I'll me? even say that's a loss. Yeah, I'll say. That's then we a play loss. Arizona. Win there. That's two and two. Rams I'm gonna say we beat the Rams at home. I think we'll split with them this year. With how close it was last year. So I'm gonna give us the win at home and I give
0: saw, I saw actually an interesting thing is that there's some point in the season where we play only primetime games for
1: like Yeah, I was looking at it because my work schedule, I work every other Sunday. So I was trying to see Uh, how many different Seahawks games are going to be like Thursday night, Monday night, Sunday night that I'll be able to watch no matter what. And there was like four primetime games. I think there's three in a row where we go like Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night.
0: Yeah, and I think we have a bye and then maybe another Monday night.
1: Well, so this Rams one, week five, is a Thursday night game. So that's primetime.
0: That's That's in... LA or here?
1: That's in Seattle. So I'm giving us that one at home. So I'm going to give us a split with them. So that makes us three and two. Browns, based off week one, I'm going to say we win that. Even yeah. in Cleveland.
2: True.
1: That's four and two. Ravens at home. That looks a lot different now.
0: I think we can win that. I mean, he played against the freaking Dolphins. No wonder they He put Let's up 49 in the first half. Give that
1: to us, and that's five and two. Atlanta Falcons look bad.
0: That could be a win, I think.
1: So even if we lose one of these Ravens Falcons games, that puts us at five and three. Then we play Bucks and Niners. That's seven and three. <laughs> Eagles at Lincoln Field, say seven and four. Vikings at home. I'll give that to us. Eight and four. Rams at Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. Eight five. Eight and five. Panthers don't look good, and we've had their number the last few years. So what, nine and five Cardinals again at home this time ten and five Niners at home to end will be eleven and five. So yeah,
0: see eleven we, and five,
1: twelve and four. Yeah, because I, I I think we could beat these. If we end up losing both those to the Rams, that's ten wins. If we, yeah, no, yeah, we, and there's and, no reason that we that it's it's not impossible for sure.
0: No, and I think those primetime games. The CX tend to be really good at usually. So
1: Wilson has been good. So let me go
0: So that means so like if they have you know all those primetime games to play on, I think that we could steal another win somewhere in there.
1: Like I said with a Thursday night on week five, and then let's see, week ten is Monday night, week eleven bye, week twelve Sunday night, week thirteen Monday night. Gotcha. Week fourteen Sunday night. Yeah, there you go. That's it. So we go room. three weeks in a row. And four out of five weeks are primetime games. I
0: mean, those ones can change, obviously, but I but I actually don't think they will. Uh, isn't that?
1: I don't think so. They don't. What week do they start being able to flex games? It's near the very end of the year, so I think only the week fourteen game, gotcha, could get flexed out because they do it once. It's like but it, it, that's against like the Rams,
0: isn't it? Yeah, yeah, they're not gonna flex that.
1: In yeah, in L. A. Yeah. Against dude. But look at these teams that were that's a three week stretch that is just brutal Eagles, Vikings, Rams. Yeah, only well, one of those at home. That's brutal.
0: At I least think it's coming off a bye. The Vikings at home, right? And so, I
1: and then it's the Carolina Panthers after that. Who I could, think we could
0: beat the Eagles and I think we could beat the Vikings. We might lose to the Rams out of those three.
1: Eagles looked real good in the second half. They laid an egg in the first half against Washington and then came yeah, back. Yeah, I was, and beat I was the watching that game of them.
0: actually. Yeah. I mean, we'll see how the season progresses. Um, but I think as J- Davian Clowney gets used to the defense, as Ziggy gets in there more, like I think things could get better, for sure, defensively. Um, and you have to hope that our offensive line plays better overall. But Well, I think that uh, maybe wraps it up, unless you've got something else to say.
1: One last thing. So we're recording this on Wednesday. Tonight, Seattle Storm playoff game. Oh, yeah. No Sue Bird, who I d- thought retired at the end of last I year. I thought so, too. I was so I'm shocked
0: pr- to see that she was still.
1: But I forgot because the seasons are different because she got a job yeah, as an assistant. I remember that. With some team. I forget what team now in the NBA. Yeah. I- so I thought she retired from WNBA. And then I found out a week ago, so eight days ago, she got hurt and is out for the year. I was like, what do you mean out for the year? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I didn't I know she was playing. So. Yeah. But no, but the Storm defending champs, they're back they in the going playoffs. Are Vegas? They're playing tonight. Huh?
0: They're going against Vegas. Who they're going against? I saw. I thought I saw something. I saw something about they needed to win to get into the playoffs. Uh, just in the last know, week or whatever, um, it was for. It was on Twitter, but
1: trying to get it pulled up here. But ESPN does not put uh, the WNBA very high up on their scores list.
0: Yeah.
2: Well,
1: because um, there's a game going on right now. Brittany Griner and the Mercury are going against the Sky. Sky are winning big. Storm are playing the Lynx. So Storm were 18 and 16. Lynx also Minnesota. were 18 and 16.
0: I didn't know that season was that short. It's kind of surprising. Is Brianna Stewart's not playing, right? She's also injured. I think she's done. She's I don't still, know. She, remember she didn't? She blew out her, arm, her leg. Um, yeah. I guess I should do a little more research on these things also. Uh, let's see.
1: I just wanted to go as far as mentioning that they're playing in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I hope they win. Of course. Yeah,
1: and to mention that Super, still, I mean, it's like year 18 or something for her. It's crazy. Yeah.
0: It's funny because there's an article I was reading about the Storm, and it says the Minnesota Lynx and the Seattle Storm will square off in Everett, Washington for the first WNBA playoff game.
1: Oh, yeah, because like, the Key Arena is still being renovated.
0: Oh, good point. I was thinking, wait a minute—they don't play in Everett. I thought they were playing at the Huskies' place, though. That's what I thought their plan was.
1: Yeah, I never—I didn't think about it. I forgot.
0: They're supposed to release that hockey team name also at the beginning of next year, hopefully. So. Yeah,
1: how do we get an XFL team name before our hockey team? Because <laughs> the
0: X—well, I mean, it's all dependent on the owners, but but the, I don't know if I like the XFL team name. But the, the Dragons, logo looks
1: dumb. Yeah,
0: it does. It looks—it's too gimmicky.
1: And it looked there was a college team that has like a logo that looks almost exactly the same, but actually a little less cartoony.
0: Oh really? Yeah, I don't know, but
1: uh, yeah, the renovation and for Kirina is not estimated to get done till twenty twenty one. Yeah, I knew that. It
0: it means when the when the team comes in, when basically when the and now
1: projected to exceed nine hundred million. Jeez, at least yeah. it's not taxpayer money.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's
1: some California rich group.
0: It's Jerry Bruckheimer, the guy who he's like he producer movies. Biville's cop and uh well, pirates of caribbean
1: his group yeah
0: i know but he's like the head of it or whatever so anyways okay anything else you got to you have to say
1: no it feels like probably missing something but
0: yeah yeah
1: i had everything that's everything i had
0: any other plans for podcasting in the future for your for fairweather friends
1: uh hopefully we're back at it here in about a week and a half two weeks um yeah, if you want to be on, let us know. We've been real lazy about getting guests, but if you want to be on, let us know, and we'll try to find a time. I work seven out of fourteen days. Ricky usually works, ten, you know, normal five day week schedule. Yep. Yeah. we're always down to do them late at night if you guys are. If anyone else is,
2: cool.
0: Um, so. And you can find them on Instagram. And you guys aren't on Twitter, are you? I mean, you are.
1: No, we had the NBA amateurs account on Twitter. We need to create one for fair with our friends. I yeah. uh, commented on with the Antonio Brown thing that was going on when uh he was su- suspended by the Raiders for a practice and that and then that ended up being it like they didn't yeah. end up they hadn't released him yet and they didn't suspend him from the game and I commented on somebody's tweet about it because they were like, oh so apparently the precedent has been set that if you yell at your GM and do this and that, it's just one practice suspension, yeah, so I just commented I was like. Hey, I'm sure if he had hit Mike Mayock, they would have suspended him for at least the first half of the game. Yeah, I saw To that, be actually. fair. I remember seeing that. I got like 30-something likes on that. Nice. People who, you know, looked at his tweet and saw my comment, and someone commented on mine, and that got a few likes and things. So definitely. Need I was to like, get that shoot, yeah, we should have a Twitter account, and I feel like just comment on celebrity stuff. Yeah. If enough people like our comments and start following <laughs> us. Yeah.
0: That is the way to go. Well, because
1: you – otherwise there's no – like you post stuff on Twitter. No one sees it unless they yeah, follow you. It's true. Unless you comment on someone's – Or if you hashtag things always too. But. Hashtag. I don't – I mean on Instagram it worked for us a little bit. Yeah. Um Like we get likes and things but we don't typically get a lot of followers from it. No, you're right. Like I we agree. have like 350 followers. It doesn't help that oh, we have never post anything. Oh, crazy. Well, because we added a whole bunch of podcast accounts. So Uh, most of our followers are other podcasts who want people to do. like It's just a community of people marketing to each other when really we're trying to market to everybody else. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, no. So we got to get a Twitter account and start commenting on people's sports stuff.
0: Yeah. And then also go follow Northern State Podcasting on Instagram. Um, I feel
1: like what we should do, we should, because me and Ricky, we can't not talk sports. We need to just designate like one day a week to a sports podcast for sure i can agree with that and then have hopefully a guest on for like another day of the week
0: i can agree with that for sure because i um yeah I, i i mean i know you guys like to talk sports so i mean we might as well do it together so we'll see where that takes us Uh, but for today i think we're done i appreciate you being here matt and uh, we'll catch you guys next time
1: Bye. Bye bye